Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can subscribe at iTunes for free. You can check them out at HeidiHarris.com. And you can also catch my live radio show weekdays, 9 to 10 a.m. on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. The link for that show, if you'd like to listen live, is up at HeidiHarris.com. Also, and you can pick up my new book, Don't Pat Me on the Head is the title of it, and that's up at HeidiHarris.com. So all social media, everything HeidiHarris.com. In this morning's episode of Money Can't Make You Happy, we have the suicide of celebrity chef Anthony Bourdain. Now, I'm not a big viewer of celebrity chef shows. I don't really care about food that much. I knew who he was, but that was pretty much it. And I don't know a lot about his life. There's no way to know what somebody was thinking privately, no matter who they are. Apparently he spent 250 days a year on the road. Let me tell you something, that would not be a life for me. I remember when I used to be an entertainer and I had to go out on the road, not that much, but it was torture. I I remember calling my brother one time in tears because I had to go out on the road for a month. I couldn't stand it. Now, in fairness, I wasn't making Anthony Bourdain money or Rolling Stone money or anything like that. So it's a little bit different, but still money doesn't make you happy. You're away from your family, your friends. And in his case, he had a child and a second wife and he was already with some new girlfriend. I don't know all the details on that, but you know, it's funny to me, And I'm just going to speak from principle here because I don't know anything about Anthony Bourdain or his wife or whatever else. It's always amusing to me when you hear about a doctor, a lawyer, a celebrity, somebody like that who loses their first family because their focus is elsewhere. They're on the road all the time. They're spending 14 hours a day at work, whatever it might be. Most of the time, they're just chasing ego or money. They lose their family because they spend every Saturday golfing, whatever it might be. And then somehow, after they lose their first family, they manage to work in a new girlfriend, a new boyfriend, somehow, some way, they manage to find the time to woo somebody new. Where if they just put that effort into the one they already had, they'd be in much better shape. But that's just a principal standpoint. Once again, I don't know anything about Anthony Bourdain's life. But what I do know is that money and power and success, what people consider success, doesn't make you happy. I mean, this is the second high-profile suicide in a week. Kate Spade, who made handbags and had a whole line of, of designer items, made millions and millions and millions of dollars on this kind of thing, has killed herself in the last week. Now, apparently she had some mental illness issues. That's very tough. But, but whether you have mental illness, whether you're just out there chasing your ego, regardless, none of that matters. The bottom line is money and success don't make you happy. And I put something about that on Facebook this morning, and I actually had a friend of mine say, oh, how can you be snarky? I'm not being snarky. It's not snarky to say that money and success doesn't make you happy. How many people do we know who are spending every waking moment, I have family members like that, spending every waking moment trying to be successful? trying to make a lot of money. And then they'll get to that point in their life. Maybe they can retire. Maybe they can't. Even if you can retire with hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars in the bank, that's not going to make you happy. That's not going to guarantee you anything. It's not going to guarantee you health. I mean, you could spend your entire life working your butt off. We've seen this happen here in Las Vegas, where casino executives have spent their entire lives working to make all kinds of money, probably working 60 hours a week, spending very little time with family and friends, and then they retire and they're dead before they're 65 years old. What do you have? You have nothing to show for it. And your family might get some money out of it, but you have nothing to show for it. So we have a lot of folks chasing the quote unquote American dream of success. And most of the time, that means you're ignoring your family and friends. And this happens with Christians too. There are a lot of Christians who do this. They do things for their ego, uh, pastors or 
people who are out there putting out tapes and you know, lessons and all those kinds of things and TV shows and whatnot, a lot of times they are chasing their ego just as much as unbelievers are and they ignore their family and friends. I know that I've been in situations where I've had opportunities that I have turned down because being with my husband, having a normal life is more important for me than chasing my ego, running around to another town to do radio or whatever else. I'm not doing it. My husband and my life with him is more important than anything else. Not that I can't do my radio career or broadcasting, whatever, and be married to him. That's, of course I can. But there are things you can do where it would just do nothing but screw up your life. And you'd be just chasing your ego. I know people in the radio business who do a syndicated show and a local show. Really? Where do you find the time for that and a regular life? You can't. You've got to have balance in your life. And what's the point of being on the air six hours a day? I know some people who do it. What is the point? Really? You can't say what you need to say in three hours. You've got to be on for six hours because the world can't live without six hours of you talking about basically the same thing. I don't get it. But anyway, the point is money and success don't make you happy. And I know that may be a big duh, but that's what a lot of folks think. I remember years ago, I worked in a casino with a guy who was a bartender of all things. I don't even know where he is now. And he was buying real estate and this and that. He said, I'd just be happy if I could have a million dollars. Really? A million dollars? You'd be happy? Really? If you had a million, wouldn't you want two? Wouldn't you want three? Oprah Winfrey once said, be happy with what you have. If you can't be happy with what you have, you'll never, ever have enough. Now, that's easy for Oprah to say she's a billionaire, but there are plenty of billionaires who are never satisfied. They want more. They want more power. They want more prestige. They want this, that, and the other. And they don't have what you really need, which is God. The world will tell you that if you have more money, a nicer house, a boat, a plane, nicer clothes, this and that, that you are quote unquote successful. I mean, from the minute you get up in the morning until the minute you go to bed at night, there's somebody telling you that you don't have enough. If you drive this, eat this, wear this, travel here, then you'll be great. And if you don't have that, then you feel like you're lacking if you let that get to you. But you have to understand that God's plan is not about more, more, more. There's a lot more to life than that. And there are plenty of people who have that, who have terrible marriages, terrible relationships with their children. And ultimately many of them do kill themselves or they slowly kill themselves through drugs and alcohol and everything else. Because what they were really trying to fill is a hole in their soul that can't be filled with money. And as you get older, you'll realize that money's a great thing to have if you want to have a nice house and whatnot, but it's not going to make you happy. And I have noticed this as I've watched my mom and her friends and people like that getting older. A lot of folks say, I want to have a certain amount of money when I get old. Well, I don't know, because if you get to a certain age and you have a lot of money, all you do is have people around you like vultures trying to steal it from you. That's what happens. And when you get old and you get vulnerable, there are situations that will happen with guardianship where you'll be put into guardianship against your will or some caregiver will take it from you. And then you wind up in a Medicaid place anyway. If you don't have good relationships with people, if you don't have children around you who actually care about you, that's the situation that you wind up in. Money's not going to make people love you. Money's not going to make people do what's best for you. Money's just going to encourage people who never cared about you to show up, take it, and disappear. And so when I posted that about Anthony Bourdain, I wasn't being the least bit snarky. I'm just genuinely trying to say to people, hey, remember that God and a relationship with God is the only thing that lasts. I mean, I've certainly been through my ups and downs professionally, financially, like most people have been, but God's always there for me. I have everything I need and a whole lot of stuff I don't need. I mean, are there things I would like to have? Sure, I think everybody would, but I'm not unsatisfied. 
I know that I have an amazing amount of stuff in America, but the most important thing is not the stuff I have. It's the relationship that I have with God. It's the relationship I have with my husband, with my friends, with my family. I mean, does everybody have their stuff? Sure. But bottom line, if I had much, much more money, what would that do? I might hang out with some different people. We might go travel and this and that and the other, but would it make me happy? No, it doesn't. If it did, then we wouldn't have so many rich people hanging themselves or jumping out of buildings. Now, the suicide rate in America, I know, is through the roof, and especially among middle-aged people. I get that. But we're supposed to believe that success will bring you happiness, and it doesn't. And I talk about that in my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head. Tyler Perry, the award-winning director, had a great quote about that. He grew up in a very bad situation. His father was very abusive. And then when he got successful, and I'm going to paraphrase this because the quote's in my book, but he talks about how once he got some success and had theaters packed full of people watching his plays, that still there was that hole in his heart and that angriness toward his father. He realized that that didn't solve what he was missing in his life. And there are a lot of celebrities like that, many, many celebrities who are constantly trying to get more successful, more money. And part of it is because their parents never approved of them. So they think if I can just get this successful, then my mom or dad will say, aha, see how nice they are, pat them on the head. Well, in my case, I never had parents like that. My parents loved me no matter what I did for a living. I mean, sure, they got on me because they didn't think I had a lot of focus when I was younger, but they loved me no matter what I did. So I haven't felt this need to constantly try to push, push, push myself to more success because if I do that, then my mom will love me. If I do that, my dad will love me. Wow. And it's kind of a strange thing. My father passed away before I ever did cable TV. I did cable TV for over 10 years, and I was on, in a lot of cases, almost every week. My father never got to see that. I don't sit around and say, oh, my dad, if he'd only seen me on cable TV, if he'd only seen me on O'Reilly, if you don't, what? what? My father loved me no matter what I did. He didn't care. It would have been fun if he'd gotten to see me on TV, but I didn't need that to prove to him that I was who I was. I didn't have to prove that, oh, now he'll love me. Now if I'm on TV and he can tell his friends I'm on TV, he'll love me. No, not at all. But for people who continue to look for that, it's a problem. And if you're somebody like it, I don't know Anthony Bourdain's situation, but apparently he had one wife and that split up that he picked up another wife, married her right after that. And then he had some new girlfriend, 250 days a year on the road. Who wants to live like that? Who wants to live out of a suitcase? I don't care how nice the catering is. That's a miserable way to live your life. For me and clearly for him guess it wasn't working for him either and he's got a little child who knows how much he even saw the kid or how much his wife even saw the kid with their busy careers it doesn't help so now you've got another child this is two kids in a week we've heard about between kate spade and anthony bourdain two young children who are going to be without at least one parent they're going to have a nice fancy house on park avenue to live in but they're not going to probably nice nannies but they don't really have their parents there are plenty of middle-class kids whose dads go to soccer games or football games or baseball games with them when their moms take them to school and they're never going to go to a fancy private school of any kind and they're never going to have nannies and you know limos driving them around but you know what they're going to have a lot better life because they're going to actually have parents who care about them it's just a sad situation that people are so willing to put aside what matters for what can be taken away from you so quickly that's the point and I'm going to repeat that because I think it's brilliant and I just came up with it. People put aside what matters for what can be taken away from them. And that is always a bad move. Remember that God can never be taken away from you. A job, a TV show, a title, 
whatever, a law firm, anything can be taken away from you instantly, but God will always be there for you. Remember that you could have the most popular TV show or the most popular book or the most popular line of handbags or anything like that today. That could be gone tomorrow, instantly. Your career, your money, all the things you've worked so hard for can be gone, but God won't leave you. He'll be there when your friends are gone and everything else seems to be crashing around you. And I don't know anything about Anthony Bourdain's spiritual situation or Kate Spades or some of these other wealthy people who jumped out of windows. But I, and listen, there are Christians who commit suicide. We all know that. And suicide is a complicated thing. And I'm not saying if you were just a believer in God, you wouldn't kill yourself. I'm not saying that. But we have a whole world of people who will just try to convince you from morning to night that if you just have more stuff, you'll be happy. Well, look around you. You'll see that's not true. I'm Heidi Harris. Join me weekdays live in Las Vegas for my brand new show. It's 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on AM 670 KMZQ. Okay, so 670 KMZQ, weekdays 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. I'm going to continue to do my podcast three times a week, so you don't want to miss those. Those will be posted at HeidiHarris.com. Also, sign up for my free newsletter at HeidiHarris.com, and you can pick up a copy of either of my first two books, Don't Pat Me on the Head or Cocktail Waitress Wisdom. I think there's a lot of wisdom in both, quite frankly. That's at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, please remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott.